Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Welcome into this week's episode of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. It's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you. As we start the preview for Super Bowl 58, we'll have a couple of shows to do this, of course, with the two-week break. We're just a little over a week away, but we're going to jump in and start attacking this game, look at the prop market and things like that, and talk sports with you for the next hour. Mikey, a pleasure to be alongside with you, as always, my friend. And playoffs have not been uh, all that kind to me uh, after a very profitable regular season, so I'm treading lightly uh, already here into Super Bowl 58. Got a, a couple of bets down, maybe make a couple of more, but been an interesting postseason to say the least, but here we are again with Patrick Mahomes in another Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm really impressed with Patrick Mahomes. Love what he did. Uh, Kelsey showed up to play. I have my thoughts on what's going to happen in the next game. Uh, I will say this, Carm, great to talk to you, Eric Ostrowski, along with us today, too, on America's number one terrestrial radio show, a destination, if you will. Uh, We're five and eight, okay? Guess what? We've been 60% the first four years. We'll be our fifth year coming up in March. I'm going to tell everybody this. We got two weeks. We got prop bets. We got all sorts of stuff coming up. Last week, I hit on the bonus play, folks. Yep. I sort of invented this on this station, at least, and I'm sure not too many people do it. I did both ends. I did the San Francisco 49ers on the money line, and I took Detroit with the number, and I got both. And that might be another thing we look to. It was a beautiful pick on the bonus at 147 today, Carm. But you're right. It hasn't come true to form. And Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott uh, join uh, a lot of people who get overpaid, are paid a lot of money, and are regular season heroes, but can't answer the bell when it's time for the big shot. These guys are uh, running into, it's got to feel like it did for a lot of the teams in the Eastern Conference uh, running into Michael right now. I mean, it's got to. It's... Because that the AFC is loaded with good quarterback play, but you're right, they're just. And, but Lamar Jackson isn't playing against Mahomes. He looked awful. He looked like he's always looked. Yeah. There are certain guys that are regular season heroes. I know Mahomes is good, but yeah. but Lamar Jackson was a one. Yeah, he guy. was not good. I, I and he you're was right. horrible <laughs> for he, what he's supposed to do. Look, I, I understand his game. His game's not conducive to winning at all. It yeah. isn't. And I and I saw look. I keep hearing about the number one picks and all this nonsense, you know, and Purdy's not this and this guy's not Mm -hmm. that. You know, all I'm going to say is this. Johnny Unitas was a 17th round pick. Mm. Joe Montana was a third round pick. All right? Manning, in my lifetime, was the only guy that was a for sure thing and a generational quarterback. Not Marino, who was taken later. Not Mahomes who was taken later and could have been taken even later if Kansas City uh, spots him. Yep. It's Manning, and that was it. Everybody else, including nobody saw Marino coming. I'll give you two more guys that I knew were going to be good. And one of them, thank God he ended up on the 49ers, Steve Young, because he was going to be out of football soon because he played with Tampa Bay and Jim Kelly. And he never hit the Super Bowl win, but Jim right. Kelly was a guy I knew uh, coming out of Miami. I go, oh, my God. And there's other guys like Benny Testaverde that were just okay. So how do we get to Caleb Williams, 
Well, yeah. I with mean, all it's... these other three guys. I, is somebody going to tell me Williams is going to be better than Daniels? Is somebody telling me he's going to be better maybe than Penix? Who knows? You can't say that now, Carm. It's very hard to know. You're right. I would throw Elway in there with Manning. Um, I agree with you. I'm sorry. I forgot him. I'm with you. Maybe you got a couple more. Not, I just went out the pot. But not many. But no. I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, look, and that's why this it's hard and it's tricky. There's not and, an L way out of coming out of this class. Yeah, there might not be. There's not in this Caleb Williams thing. I Not from our station. Not. I just got an alert the other day that there was a host basically talking about Caleb Williams. Is this the Colin Coward thing? No. Oh, okay. Another thing. Okay. He's not the only one. But okay. giving the same spiel that this guy gave about Fields three years ago. Oh, it's got to oh, stop. Oh, I got you. It's got to stop. Got you. Yeah. It's, you can't just read Mel Kuyper right, and just right, say, this yeah. is our guy. I agree. I mean, come on. This is nonsense. I, want, I made the decision. I said, I'll just, get, I'll just get Carmen in a frenzy right off the bat. <laughs> because you know what? I got it. You know, it's like getting, throwing some water in our face. I love it. I want somebody. How come nobody wants Kirk Cousins? He's had seven 4,000-yard seasons. Oh, I know. Was, was on his way to an MVP maybe this year until he got hurt. And I got to hear the nonsense about Caleb Williams, um, Justin Fields. I just want this. You can draft a quarterback and, and have Cousins. And have him sit like you did with Love. I mean, but I'm seeing Jared, Jared Goff in the playoffs, Baker Mayfield, and I'm going to be told that the Bears couldn't contend well, with, with Cousins. Is that what I'm being told? Um, well, look, I mean, if, the, what we would do as Bears fans for a guy that has seven 4,000-yard passing seasons, the Bears don't have any. I mean, I hear you there. I, I, but We I have could, a better I, shot I would, of going to the playoffs in the next two years if Cousins stays healthy. That could be. Pick, then, well, could be. I would, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Yeah, you but can't he, draft a rookie, but, and you can't have fields and think we're going to go somewhere that Kirk Cousins couldn't take us farther. I would Come agree on. that they'd be a playoff team. I would also. What if I also said he falls in the category of a lot of the guys we were talking about off the top, though? Regular yeah, he, season quarterbacks that really I aren't going to be able to navigate the playoffs for you. I agree with you, but you know what? Kirk Cousins does never has never gotten to play that Dak Prescott's gotten. That's true. And Lamar well, that's Jackson. That's because Dak plays for Dallas, though. There's some that's, of that built that's in. That's the point. But Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Look, it, I'm sorry. He's a regular season hero. Like Aaron Rodgers. I know he got his one. Yeah. But I also see guys like Goff. Yeah. Why couldn't Cousins do what Goff's doing? Um, Why? And we got a the right situation ready to yeah. play. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, the Bears have a defense going into next year that is probably going to. What, are we going to wait three years? That's going to be ready to compete. That's true. Yes. So then you got DJ, here. You want to hear my draft pick, folks? I don't care if you listen to this or that. I got them all ready set. You take MJH first. Now you got more in MJH and Cole Komet. You sign Cousins. If you want the third or fourth or fifth round, you take a, a quarterback. You let him watch while Cousins goes to work for two years. And damn it, we probably go to the playoffs. I would think they would. Yes. Yeah. Are we? Are we out of our minds? I think they're here? a playoff team with Kirk Cousins. And you yeah. got to get some public relations going too for this team. I mean, I mean, it's unbelievable. And then I see some of the other coaches hires, and I say, I'm glad we got Everfuls. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe some of these other coaches. How about Belichick left out? It's amazing. But how about how about Dan Quinn? And I get it, but you basically hired another Chico. That's what you did, even though he went mm. to the Super Bowl and lost. Mm-hmm. I get it, and he's pro- but really, he's a defensive coach. Yes, defensive coach. <laughs> I mean, and this is with a new owner. 
that was going to open things well, up. I, I think they were stunned that Ben Johnson didn't take the job. That's for sure. And I, that's I, another thing. Yeah, I think that. Where are the weight. Bears next year? Johnson staying. Yes, he if, is. And, and and Green Bay's better. And and the Bears are going to be third or fourth. But if you got Kirk Cousins, folks, and don't. Tell him Mike North said this. <laughs> Tell him I said it. Brag about this because the Bears don't want to hear it, and I haven't seen anything written about it. No. If we got Kirk Cousins next year, we're in the playoffs. I haven't I'm even thought you. about it. No, I, yeah, I, I mean, Kirk Cousins. He's no, available, I'm and more. I'm hearing it. How about if Belichick was told we're not going to go after Kirk Cousins? I think if Belichick uh, interviewed, who wants Desmond Renner? Or maybe Justin Field. I, I don't sure. want Desmond Ritter, I'll tell you that much. Well, and or Justin Field. You can you Bill Belichick was probably told these are possibilities. And he went, eh. You know, I had Matt yeah. Jones. Yeah. There Would was you some... really take that job if you're him? Well, uh, you sure. If you want to still coach, he wants to chase down next Shula's year. record. Don't worry. Next year, I like Harbaugh, though. I'm so happy for Jimmy. Jimmy, I love you. You know that. It's such a solid hire. And if you were hired by the Bears, we wouldn't question you on roster. But we have coaches that we have to question. Would you question Harbaugh if he said, I'm not taking Caleb Williams? Or would you even question him if um, he said, I am? I would trust Jim Harbaugh's I eyes. I would trust him 100%. Yeah, I would. I think I would. I mean, I don't listen. I don't. Today, I'm not yeah. as over the moon as most on Jim Harbaugh. But why was he, he too successful? I think in the Is NFL, Jim's got a shelf life. I don't like hiring coaches. Who doesn't? Well, but I mean, like, how's Everflux's shelf life doing? But I mean, like, he's going to annoy everybody in the building to the Good. point where, like, in four years, he's mm-hmm. out of a job. That that's would that would be my fear. Now well, maybe he's, he's going to ch- be in charge now, Carmen. I understand, but if you guess what, he's the GM. He's not going to go if he wants to stay there. The other people are going to have to leave. Yeah, maybe. I, I mean, love that, like, the that, guy. that would be my only fear. But I, but I would certainly trust Jim's Over ability anybody. to analyze that position more than anybody the Bears anybody. have by far. Exactly. Yes, exactly. By, by far. I totally agree. We're with on that. fire right now. And he we? knows he's got a good thing that he's walking yeah. into with Herbert. You I mean, they're, what they're, I said. he'll fix that thing quick. Yeah, we are on fire. We're right on now. fire. We're Forget on about fire. everything else now. I'm feeling good. My chair's on fire. I can wait. Get, get, get a towel. We haven't even talked about the prop market yet oh my god i don't have i don't have 38 hours i can't i mean it's like my mind is already fried Forget we got like a it, week Carmen. left where i gotta look through these props. i got I'm three like, or four but i got i got some make-believe ones that they're gonna probably add down the line I like first it. running back to lose a shoe when he's running around end i mean this is all becoming nonsense <laughs> you know what i mean it is it's crazy first person when does taylor swift put her hands on the glass of the of the skybox I mean, at what at what minute? Uh, there are pages. There are pages of these things. How about um, let's get the what, the side right? Remember yeah, that? Well, yeah, right. That I mean, like, can we do that? Can we focus on just that's all we got to do? The side and the total. Yeah. There, I do have. My, I already do have one prop that I, do that too. I bet. You want to hear it? Well, uh, save it. I want to hear it later. I love saving things. I want to hear it in a little bit. All right. We'll talk to Luke Pergandy coming up next. Uh, we'll get some ponies with Jim Miller. We uh, hit a winner last week down. Uh, at uh, one of the Pegasus races You were with Jimmy. happy. You must have betted. I was we happy. Gotta, we got to keep track of Jimmy's wins next year. It would only make the odds couple even better. Jimmy's amazing. I mean, yeah, he really is. He is. He's, a, he's a machine. So yep. we, uh, he got us to the winner circle once last week. So Jimmy will give us some ponies a little bit later on. And uh, we're going to continue to kind of knock around some NFL stuff, break down Super Bowl 58. We'll do a lot more next week, too, obviously, leading oh, up to yeah. the big game. But uh, Luke Pergandy will join us coming up next. Don't go anywhere, folks. We are coming right back. We are on fire. We're just getting going. It's Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino.
This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside this uh, this week's episode of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. It's Mike and Carmen. Catch up on demand all weekend long with the ESPN Chicago app. You will get the Encore replay on AM 1000 and FM 100.3 HD2 Saturday afternoon starting at 1. Let's hop out to the CarX Tire and Auto guest hotline. He's a recurring guest with us. He pops on every week to talk about what's hot at PropSwap.com and the PropSwap app. It's Luke Pergandy. Oh, you're the man. Hi, Carm. Hi, Mike. Hey, buddy. So uh, last week, uh, the last couple weeks, we talked about uh, this guy who had a ticket, two legs that already cashed. I think it was the Orioles to win the division. There was another leg of it. And then he had Chiefs to win the AFC. Uh, we kept saying, as is normally is is our want, you know, I, I think the best advice is sell, reinvest some of the profit. Uh, as we understand it, he never did sell it, and he hit it. So good for him. Is that right, Luke? Yeah. So, you know, we always say as long as you're making a hedge on the other side, we're happy at prop swap. And he did make some hedge bets on the Ravens. Okay. So, you know, he he was not uh, – if. If the Ravens would have won, he still would have walked away with something, which is great. Like okay. We always want people to be covered on both sides of the outcome. But, yeah, so this this bet won $300 into 112000 Orioles to win the division, plus 950 That was the biggest underdog on the ticket. Heat to win the East yeah. at 6-1. to one. And then Chiefs to win AFC. That's so awesome. pretty awesome. Yes, God bless him. Three hundred yeah. and make one hundred and twelve k. That's fantastic. Yeah, no doubt. And I would have sold like he did, but like Luke says, he did hedge, which you can do on prop swap, folks. Look, I got to talk about Embiid. He's going to be out. It yeah. looks like the MVP's over with. Yep. We talked about this last week. The NBA's become a pity party. Draymond Green basically crying about the 65-game schedule when Draymond Green, LeBron, and everybody was responsible for that. Then you got Charles Barkley, who wants a guy extended 40 games, Tony Smell, who's made 53 million bucks in his career so he can get health benefits. But that being said, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Uh, that being said, I would ask you now, does this whole thing that Embiid's going to be out shift to Jokic or now? Uh, and I, he was the favorite. Yeah, or is there somebody is. else sneaking up that you see? I've heard the kid from OKC. Yeah, could could SGA sneak up there maybe? Yeah, I don't think he's going to do that. I don't know. I think it, it, maybe they might give it to Jokic because last year he deserved it. What do you think? Yeah. Yes, I mean, Joker's minus 140 right now, which is crazy, um, You know, considering we're just in February here. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think SGA, I, if he had longer odds, that might mm-hmm. be of interest. He's plus 270. Like, right. that's, that's very low for, yeah. you know, to dethrone Jokic. So, yeah, I, I think maybe throw some bucks on Luka, right? I mean, he's at plus yes. 650. Yeah. I think maybe throw a couple bucks on him. That'd be the but one because yeah, it's mean, slightly longer. I you know what I you. would do with right. him, guys? Maybe I'm wrong, but right after somebody called him fat, he scored 73. Yeah, Luca. I would call him fat before every game. <laughs> I would too. Because he, yeah. he just lost his mind. By, they didn't play good D against him, but it's Luca, and he had. Don't you guys think that night he had that in his mind to yes. show everybody what? Oh, okay. I'm. You think I'm fat? Try this fat score, right? 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like for yeah. slightly I, longer odds, I'm probably with Luke. Like maybe just take a shot there. They're eighth in the West, though. Oklahoma City has what the third best record in the league, I think. I mean, like good. it's pretty awesome. They're and so quick. 
They really are. And like that, like, you know, I don't know how much of it just comes down to pure standings. Um, you know, but like you said, Luke, he's already got pretty short odds at this point. He's not nearly as much of a household name either. I mean, no. Luca might, I mean, excuse me, uh, uh, Joker might get it again just because at this point everybody knows him and he's probably the best all around player in the league. But like SGA is a fascinating player. And I don't know if that market's big enough, if people know it enough, but, uh, it, you know, there's just not a lot of value right now, but I could, yeah. he could win this award when it's all said and done, especially if they catch Minnesota for the top seed. Fair. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I, I agree. You know, should he be second place in the odds? Yes. I just, I just wish it was closer to like five to one. Yeah. Like I said, Lucas plus 650. I just wish they would give me like five or six to one just because Jokic is obviously a better player. I just wish they were giving me a little bit more juice for the yeah. bet. But no, you're, you're not crazy. I mean, he, he can definitely take it. We talk about this all the time. It's very difficult to repeat. Obviously, he didn't win last year, but the year before that. So, um, yeah, I do think voters want to spread it around at, at their court. So, uh, what uh, what are we looking at on the app right now heading into Super Bowl 58? Props yeah. and all kinds of things, you know, being sold, bought and sold. Uh, give us a little rundown of you know, football-wise, what's hot, what you expect the next week, to, uh, you know, nine yeah. days to look like. Yeah, so I know a lot of professional sports veterans since starting this business almost a decade ago. It'll be a, our 10th football season next year, which is crazy. But they always say, look, if you're trying to bet a side or a total in the NFL regular season, you got 16 sides and 16 totals. There is billions of dollars getting wagered on those two numbers, and they are perfect. NFL spreads are perfect. NFL totals are perfect. There's so much money getting wagered on those, each of those 16 outcomes, it's very difficult to beat. But with Super Bowl props, you now have a thousand different Super Bowl props to pick from over the next you know, week and a half here. So the books are spread extremely thin, and they hate it. Sportsbooks oh, yeah. hate this week. This is their least favorite week oh. of the year. There's just so much different bases to cover. It, you know, Rashi Rice and you know, yeah. Travis Kelsey touchdowns, and there's just an almost unlimited yeah. amount of bets that you can make. So this is the week. Sports better, professional sports better. This is their favorite week of the year because they finally have an edge in the NFL. Hmm. So pick some bets that you like. Spend an hour if you have it between now and the game. Don't worry about if a prop is minus money. Like, you know, the, the Niners are, what, minus 130 right now. You might bet 500 bucks on the Niners at minus 130, but you don't want to bet 200 bucks on a prop just because it's minus money. Like, mm-hmm. money's money. So don't worry if a prop is minus money. If you're going to take, you know, a side in the game, even, you know, the, the Chiefs are like plus 115, plus 120. Like, they're not even active to value either. So my point is, just because a prop isn't crazy long odds, money's money. So I get a kick um, out of people, Luke. I get a kick out of people. One guy said, you know, what it's so stupid to bet heads or tails, right? And and, and somebody said, Why? You got a fifty percent chance. What did you bet? And he says, Well, I'm betting that there's gonna be a doink. That the ball yes, is go- yeah. on, on one of the kicks is going to hit the crossbar. That's crazy. Wait a minute. You don't have a – that's less than a 50% chance. If you, if you kick the ball 10 times, you might hit it once. Maybe. So I, I, I get all the prop bets, but heads and tails is at least like 50% compared to somebody's prop bets, right? Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. No, I think that I mean, that's a fun bet. You get you know get right into it before the game even starts, make some cash. I, I, it's black or red at the roulette reel. You know, exactly. It's the same, it's the same thing. What do um, you, uh, are you going out to Vegas uh, at all, Luke, or no? Are you staying? Yeah. Are you going? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll be in Vegas. Is. I'll be in okay. Vegas. 
It's going to be a, a you-know-what show out there, man. I can't. You lived out yeah. there for a little while, right, Luke? Or was Ian I living did, out there? Yeah. yeah, I thought you yeah, did. Yeah, no, we, we started the company out there. That's yeah, what I thought. friends out there, you know, yeah, have, have made a ton of relationships in Las Vegas. Yeah. No, one, no one actually lives out there. Everyone visits Las Vegas, but not too many people <laughs> lived out there. I like to go after everything's over. Yeah, I think me too. You know, I like, I like to go the week of the rodeo. And all you see, yeah, I mean, seriously, there's like... You know what I mean? Just walk around. There's no. You can get right into the restaurants and everything. This I, I, I mean, nuts. you you had to probably. I mean, you guys have had to make plans well in advance, right? Yeah. Like everything's kind of mapped out because you're not going to be able to go anywhere just on a whim next week, are you, Luke? Yeah. So the, I think we talked about this last year, but just for the listeners, like this, if anyone can pull this off. So I'm sleeping on a couch. I have a bunch of friends <laughs> to live on the strip. That's great. So I'm sleeping on a couch. The hotel room rates are absolutely out of control. Yeah, they're so nuts. These, I have a buddy that's like, yeah, stay in my guest room. Um, <laughs> that's great. But, yeah, if, you're, if you can ever make it to a Super Bowl city, there is so much free stuff. It's incredible. Every, you know, FanDuel and DraftKings that's and great. Wheels Up and, you know, Pepsi and Gatorade, like every big company throws the party, and it's all free. That's great. Yeah, so been, you can actually there. do it pretty affordably. The lodging is the key. Like, you yeah. got to find you got to find cheap lodging. But if you can pull off the lodging part, Super Bowl weekend is a is a really fun weekend. The networking's awesome. To me, I just treat that as a conference. Like yeah. this, you know, people go to sales conferences. Like mm-hmm. this is a sales conference for me. Yeah, I went seventeen times. I never went to the game. Holy cow! 17 I went with months. the with with the, with the radio station. Right, 17 right, right. Straight years. Yeah. Never went to the game, but man, you're right about that. And it's even bigger now. And all the parties were going on, but it's really, I mean, even to go through the airport stuff now. And then get yeah. down there. No, I saw Rex Ryan at the Phoenix Airport last year, right when I landed. I mean, this the people watching is hilarious. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, yes, exactly. The NFL world will be there. All right, Luke. Uh, well, we'll talk to you from Vegas next week. Uh, have a safe yeah, trip Luke. out there, and uh, we'll get after it again next Friday. All right. Sounds good. Looking forward to all right, it, buddy. See ya. <laughs> oh, super fun. Luke Pergandy from Prop Swap. Make oh, sure absolutely. you download the app Are and check you out kidding? the tickets. That's gonna be fun. We'll start breaking down the game a little bit more. Talk about some of the prop bets that we already do like, uh, and just kick a few things around for Super Bowl Fifty Eight. And we'll still uh, give you maybe a best player too. Oh for yeah, the weekend. we're coming back. Come yeah, on. Yeah, we got a lot still Come to do. On, Plus, ponies. What do from I Jim gotta Miller. do? You can be a man. You can be a man. <laughs> you can act like a man. <laughs> you can act like a man. It's Mike and Carmen. We are the Odds Couple. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside this week's episode of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Mike and Carmen with you as always. Follow Mike on Twitter. He is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. And you can catch the Encore replay over the air on Saturday afternoon from 1 to 2 on AM 1000. But, of course, catch up on demand anytime, anywhere with the ESPN Chicago app. A little over a week away from Super Bowl 58. The Chiefs back out to about a two-point underdog. They will be the home team. They will wear red. Total in the game, 47.5. Chiefs money line after opening at plus 115 in most places. Was down to even money. Back out to plus 110. Last year broke a streak of four consecutive unders in the Super Bowl. The current total of 47.5 would be the lowest total in a Super Bowl since Super Bowl 50. That was Panthers-Broncos back in February Excuse me, of 2016. The Chiefs happened to be the last favorite to cover in the Super Bowl when they beat the 49ers a few years ago in Super Bowl 54. So we haven't talked too much. Uh, if we have a feeling one way or another, Mike, yeah. uh, the early feel here on 49ers-Chiefs, it sure seems hard to fade this Mahomes guy, uh, catching points now in his career, both postseason yep. and regular season. 
How about 10 and 5 straight up okay. and 11, 3 and 1 against the spread? I'm just wow. waiting for somebody to finally cover Kelsey. That's <laughs> my goal to watch TV and to actually see a, a couple guys. One guy chuck him at the line and another guy wait on him. Here's what happens Kelsey's a great tight end. He knows, and so does Mahomes. As soon as the ball's going to be snapped, where that hole's going to be in the zone. I think Frisco's going to play him different. Don't I play think, zone, right? <laughs> right. They're, they're going to play man. I think they're going to change up looks on him if they can. And I think if you can do that, then the only other guy you got to worry about is the running back. The, uh, what's his name? McCaffrey. No, oh, uh, Pacheco, excuse Pacheco. me. Pacheco. you got to worry about him. But I just think that San Francisco, I mean, I know who Kansas City, who has Kansas City played? I, they played Lamar. Mm-hmm. Who's not a, a really a playoff? He's one and four in the playoffs, and I'm not taking nothing against two, that. Two, I think, two and four, right? Two and four. Really? Yeah, he won. I thought he was one and three going in. Yeah. Uh, Maybe you, you might. I have, think two and four. I'll double check real quick, yeah, but I'm pretty sure it's two and four because you know I I don't want to have a junior soprano moment, but <laughs> also no, seriously. But McCaffrey to me is the key here. I love I love Purdy. I I want him to win. Only to shut everybody up because everybody wants that number one quarterback. You can't win without him when you can. I just explained it before with the other segment. And I, I just think San Francisco's played a couple bad games and gotten fortunate. I think they're yeah, due. I, know. I think they're due. They might be uh, two and four. He is two and four in the playoffs. I'm sorry. It's okay. Two go. and four. I stand corrected. Um, 49ers, yeah, it's like they flirted with disaster, but they've been really good in the second half when they've had to be. It, you know, in these last yeah, two games. Yeah, this stuff where they were saying Purdy ain't playing all that well. No, for the first half, look at his two second halves. They've been great. Unbelievable. They're, they're a plus 23 in the second half of their, yeah. their two playoff games. And that, that's not really like they're – that's not what they've been under Shani. You know, normally when they get behind, they've lost. And you say, well, of course, that that's the way it goes. I love but, I mean, what they, Mahomes has done. Oh, my I God. I love what they've just... done. I do. But I think the world ends here. Okay. I just think San Francisco has not played their best football. And yet they they've won. And yet they're here, right? They're exactly right. And and you're seeing, Kelsey was allowed to roam. I just don't get it. I don't understand I, it. I don't care if you if you have played zone. You got to change up against him. I can't remember which. He's a stud. He, he is an absolute and, stud. And, you know. You know. And in December, when you know that whole offense just looked kind of like ugh. And now they've they've come back to life, and he's Leave come the back girl to life. Alone up. Now you got me fighting for. Her. Oh, Leave the, the girl alone up there. I agree. What, what are people uh, what, doing? What is, what is wrong with everybody? I don't I think, know. I don't weird. care if Taylor Swift fans watch. Hey, I, 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 at the beginning when she first started, I go, okay, it's just a little. But leave her alone I now. Agree. I mean, enough is enough. Yeah, why what why is, should we be annoyed if more look, fans are watching just because they want to get a glimpse of look, Taylor Swift? Like, who cares? They're, they're a nice match. God yes. bless her. She would have been the sixth or seventh best-looking girl in the neighborhood back when I grew up. <laughs> There's no doubt. My wife was a smoke show back then. I hate to brag about it. He still is. Come on. Yeah. I'm sorry. She would have, you know what? I mean, it, basically, she was the capital of the neighborhood. Okay? But, but I mean, leave them alone. And I agree. Yeah, they've made actually, I, I, I mean, I'm, I finally heard one of her songs the other day. Her voice is okay. What do you want me to do? She's great. She's not Streisand. She's not All Whitney. Right. She's not Streisand. She's none of them. Okay, but I mean, she she's the biggest star on the planet you at this what, point. Carmen, you know, did I ever tell you I sat six she's seats away from Madonna, who was the biggest star on the planet? Now look at her. Oh my God! Her. I'll tell you when. So she was huge. I think it was as big as I'm telling you. 
But Madonna was more as talented as Taylor Swift. I'm oh, telling of you course. guys. Madonna, she, Madonna's Madonna. She's in a class yep. of own in terms of just star power. She was unbelievable. When, when, I'm trying to remember which Super Bowl it was, Mike. I think it was the one in Dallas, and mm-hmm. we were down there, and we were at, you know how the commissioner used to do the press conference every Friday, mm-hmm. and then they would they bring in the halftime performer for an interview. And my God, Mike, the amount of media yep. that was there for Madonna, for Madonna's like 15, 20-minute press conference with the with the media, the yep. amount of media, the amount of international media, it was incredible because it was Madonna. She sat at the Bulls game when Rodman was there. It was unbelievable. And I'll tell you, this is a great story. I, I took my family to Italy, and uh, I took like 30, 35 people. And we stayed. I had a five-star suite in, in Rome. And... Madonna had just checked out of the same suite. No, come on. And the I actual said, same suite? Yeah, and I said, did you change the sheets? <laughs> just saying. I mean, Mike, come on. <laughs> just saying. Just change the I sheets. Know. Okay, on that note. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's Madonna. Oh, my she God. Was, hey, she was as big as Taylor. She'd be Taylor Swift if she was She was the biggest thing. Yeah, like you, you would compare Taylor's star power now to Absolutely. Madonna. That's a great it's call. Just, it's just social media is just different. And there it's was no different. social yeah. media. Yeah. There was none, and she was worldwide huge. Yeah, yeah, Big absolutely. Time. So yeah. I'm, I'm, it's good for them. Like, let Taylor be there and enjoy it. I Enough. Yeah, Gee, leave her alone. I'm with you. I'm with you. Come on. Uh, Andy Reid, extra time to prepare. The numbers yep. are incredible. 31-7 and seven all time, straight up. 31-7. and seven. I mean, these are two of the finest coaches in the league. I mean, we know it. This is a rematch from just uh, a few years ago. I, I think that's why this is so. This is going to be so highly anticipated. you got a lot of factors here that are going to make this – um, you, you know, know this it's what I went through with the money line again with San Francisco last week. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Like yeah. sweating it. I mean, you know, I had a guy tell me, well, what are you risking? I go, are you out of your mind? You lose four, 360 last week if you lose the money line. Yes. And we would have lost three units and it would have sunk us. Yeah. I said, what do you lose? Uh, apparently, uh, you know, you go to gambling Twitter. So everybody, nine ga- nine games are m- picked by the money line. All the favorites. You're going to take a beating if oh, you do God, that, right, yeah. Carm? Absolutely, absolutely. Get your brains beat in. You're yeah. not wrong about that. Would you think about doing the same thing here? But there's not much payout. There's not. Um, it's you know, really an even game. I don't know. To- it, it is. It totally is. I mean, you know I- who I like? Kittles. Yeah, so everybody's props. talking about the other guy. I think if you talk about Kittles, the was Kittle the guy prop. that fired him up to win the game last week too, and he made some a couple big plays. I like him. That I like his props. You see Nobody's the, talking about him. See the footage that's rolling around from uh, Kittle was on the sideline when yes. they, when they lost a few years ago, and, he, and like he he's the the parabolic mics caught him saying, "I will be back here. I will be back in this yeah. game." Like you're right. How fired up is he going to be to go out and play his absolute? I want to. I'm going to check props on him. I yeah. saw a great prop, folks. Nine to one. You know how the kickers are. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. one of them can't kick even straight for the extra point. Well, I'd be worried if I were San Fran every time I lined up for a field if goal. If he right shanks now. one out of bounds on the kickoff, nine to one. Oh, really? And you know what? He's one of those guys. His his cheeks get tight when he's you know what I mean in in big moments maybe. And all you need, Jack Nicholas used to shank. I mean every so often, one bit nine to one. You put you put one unit on it and see what happens. And that nine to one, not bad. Not bad. All right, coming up next, we'll talk to Jim Miller. We'll get some ponies, and uh, maybe we'll give you a few other things here rolling into oh, the weekend yeah. or some prop bets we like for Super Bowl 58. We'll have even more extensive breakdown of the big game next Friday, of course, when we'll be just a couple of days away. 
from the big game in Sin City. But uh, we'll get some ponies coming up here, and uh, we'll do a few other fun things before we wrap up. Don't go anywhere. We got more to do, folks. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Entering the home stretch on this week's episode of The Odds Couple, presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week. And it's time to get some expert handicapping here. He gave us another winner last week with all the big Pegasus races down in Miami. Uh, let's bring him in on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline, the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. You follow him on X at Hawthorne Gym. It's Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, this is a crazy time of racing, and I say it for this reason. This year is Kentucky Derby number 150. This last week, the determination was made by all of Bob Baffert's owners that they are not transferring any of their horses to anybody else this year to try to get derby points. So you will have no Bob Baffert horses in the Kentucky Derby. And, guys, he may have some of the top three-year-olds in the country so it's going to be a really weird time the next few weeks because you're going to see Baffert horses running all over the place, earning points, and none of them will run in the Kentucky Derby. That's pretty wild. What does that do to maybe just, like, opening up the field or the handicap? Um, you know, that that is kind of interesting. It's going to completely change things a little bit, Karn, because what you're going to have is, especially on the West Coast, all these derby prep races that could be dominated by Bob Baffert-trained horses – So horses aren't going to be getting those 50 points, those 20 points, those 10 points, or when you get to the 100-point races, it's going to make it much harder to qualify if you're racing on the West Coast to get into the Kentucky Derby. So it could become more of an East Coast and Southern type of dominated Derby season. So you're going to have to shift your focus a little bit. But it's going to make for a really intriguing preakness this year because now all those Bob Baffert horses are going to pop up in the second leg of the Triple Crown, and they may dominate them for the remainder of the three-year-old season. I got to tell you, Jimmy, I heard you say it's going to be the 150th Kentucky Derby, and I just started thinking, you got to bring the past winners back like an old-timers game. You got to have them, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the old-timers. Ladies and gentlemen, he's coming through the past. Smarty Jones. Smarty. You know, all these horses. That have, there's a lot of horses still alive that won Kentucky Derbies. Wouldn't that That's be cool hilarious. just to have a viewing in the paddock with the past champions to enhance the 150 years of a great sporting event? I think it would be amazing, Mike. And here's the thing about it. The biggest retirement farm for past horse racing champions is in Kentucky. It's a farm called Old Friends. There you go. There's a lot of derby horses that are there. So I bet you you could probably find, say, eight to ten past derby winners that are very close. It would be an amazing thing to go out there just to parade them. Just and to show parade off them. these horses in front of the crowd. I think it would be just absolutely tremendous. That would be can you pass awesome. the word? Can you get, can you get the word out? I'm telling you, you know what? Hey, the, the power of social media, you can put any idea out there and hopefully somebody yeah, will pick it right. up. It is okay. a great idea. Uh, Jimmy, what is the protocol for the track next weekend with uh, the Super Bowl? Like, do you need a reservation if you want to duck into the sports book? Um, can you kind of give us the breakdown of what's going to be happening at Hawthorne and the points bet sports book next week for Super Bowl 58? Sure. So a couple of things. The biggest thing, Carm, is the hours. The sportsbook's going to open up early in the morning. 8 a.m., the doors will open so people can come in early. 
place their wagers and place their wagers all day long. And then we're even transitioning our live racing. So live racing will move from the evening to 2 o'clock p.m. on Super Bowl Sunday. So you can come out there, watch and wager on the races, get all your bets in for the big game. We will stay open for the game as well. People want to watch and wager on the game throughout the course. But, yeah, we're opening the doors at 8 a.m. People can place their wagers early and make sure they don't get shut out. That sounds great. All right, Jimmy, what do we like this weekend? All right, four derby preps this weekend. One horse we're just going to watch, and three we're going to bet on. The horse we're watching is at Gulfstream Park in the Holy Bull Stakes. That's the seven-horse fierceness. That was the Breeders' Cup juvenile winner last year. He provides no value, so we're not going to bet on him, but he's going to win. But here's the three we're betting all across the board. Aqueduct Race 9, the Wither Stakes. We're going to bet the four. El Grando across the board. Oaklawn Park, Race 11, the Southwest Stakes. We're going to bet the seven. Carbone across the board. And then Santa Anita, the Robert B. Lewis Stakes. This is Race 5. We're betting the six horse. Nysos across the board. This is one of those Baffert-trained horses that could be the best three-year-old in the country. Wow, okay, so at three different tracks, everybody. So listen up. Aqueduct. These are all Saturday. Aqueduct, Race 9, the four horse across the board. Oaklawn Park, race 11, the seven horse across the board. I love that name, Carbone. And then Santa Anita. That's great. Santa Anita, race five, the six horse across the board. And those are all derby preps you said, Jimmy? Is that right? Yep, they're all 20-point derby preps. So these are horses you really want to start watching now. All right, beautiful. Jimmy, thanks. Uh, Good luck uh, to your daughter at the race. And we'll catch up again next Friday, buddy. You you got it, guys. Exciting times. Good luck. Absolutely. Jimmy! Jim Miller with some expert handicapping. we got to keep his record next year. It would only enhance our great record of, uh, of this past year. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. All right, Mikey. So anything you want to give out? Any prop bet? I've got one prop bet I've already bet I can give to people. Um, I'm going full board. We're going to get above 60%. But you could go first. Kyle. Well, here's the prop that I've already bet uh, for next week. I have a Rasheed Rice anytime touchdown at uh, plus money, plus 135. Um, among all wide receivers this year, you know, he had the 10th most red zone targets in the NFL. He's actually got one more than Travis Kelsey. And Mahomes has targeted him 25 times in these three playoff games. I think he's, you know, back to being pretty comfortable with Rasheed Rice, who is their most dangerous weapon, if you ask me, outside, in the, in, certainly in the past game outside of Kelsey. He's hauled in 80% of his targets in the postseason. He's just been much more involved. And Mahomes has looked for him a lot, and they've schemed for him a lot down in the red zone. So, I put some money down at, at plus a dollar thirty five on Rasheed Rice for an anytime touchdown, mm-hmm. so that's one that I have uh, for now. I, I I'm going to probably tread lightly in this game. We'll definitely have a few more things next week, but if uh, anybody wants to jump on that one with me, uh, feel free. And again, it is plus money. You know, you could lay two twenty five for a McCaffrey anytime touchdown. Who would blame you? All he does is score touchdowns yeah, for this definitely. team, Mike. It's incredible. Like Luke said, don't be scared off by it. The guy's got 38 touchdowns in 32 games in a Niners uniform. It's crazy. But, you know, you're laying 225, but still, I mean, don't we all feel like McCaffrey's going to get in the end zone once? I sure well, do. Here's another thing. A lot of people are leaning towards him being MVP, but it's still a quarterback I'm type with of award. If Brock Purdy throws mm. a couple touchdown passes and he was left for dead weeks mm-hmm. ago by people that didn't think he could take him there. And McCaffrey has a good game. The quarterback's going to win unless... Uh, McCaffrey being a stud, should have won a Heisman Trophy. Uh, there's people that are haters because Purdy actually elevated himself to this game. He was considered a really trash 
I mean, he was picked last in the draft. And there are haters out there that don't want to see the underdog or the kid from the wrong side of the tracks make it, believe it or not, yeah. folks. You per, know that, Carm. Per, yeah, if you think the Niners are the side, Mike's right. You'll get two to one on your money on Purdy now right tell, now. What's wrong with that? They go, well, it's not that big a payday. Uh, yeah. Doubling your money's a hell of a yeah, payday. If you're, if you're big on the Niners, I think Mike is right there. Uh, yeah. You'll double your money. You might as well back that up with the Purdy ticket. This still really is a quarterback award. Okay, no doubt about it. Okay, now I got uh, basically uh, the same plays I made last week that were successful on the bonus play. I'm going to do that in hoops and try to get two wins here if okay. I can tonight. Carmen, uh, I-, I-, I want you to write down the New Orleans Pelicans minus eight. Okay. Uh, at-, at San Antonio. And anytime everybody... I-, I wonder why Belichick takes all this criticism, but that... Terrible Coach Popovich, who was supposed to have a once-in-a-lifetime talent, who's very good, he gets a free pass. He, it's, a, it's a player's league, folks, the NFL too, quarterback league, NBA players league. Popovich is a good coach, but he doesn't have the players he used to have. Simple. I'm taking the Spurs to cover the eight. I'm taking the Pelicans uh, to, with the money line Got it. at okay. minus 325. So Spurs plus the points, Pels minus yep. 325 on the line. Beautiful. You'll win both, okay. folks. I love it. All right, Mikey, that's uh, anything from Eric. How about my guy Eric Gold's betting show? You like anything this weekend? One, I am with you 100%, Mike. Popovich has done a terrible job Horrible with job. Juan Like, yep. awful job. But uh, something that the line's not even out, but I'm looking forward to playing it tomorrow, is I'm going to play the Embiidless Sixers versus the Nets. Embiidless so yeah, Sixers so versus Doesn't jump- matter what the spread is? I'm jumping on the Nets. I think okay. Embiid is the straw okay. that stirs that drink. Okay. All right. All right. Sounds good, boys. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. As always, thanks to Eric Ostrowski and to Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy who join us every week. We'll be hot and heavy into Super Bowl 58 next Friday, of course, uh, on the pod. Mikey, enjoy the weekend, my friend, and we'll see everybody again next week on The Odds Couple. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.